Hilchus Gerishim Perikyut Dud Alafid Beis. In Perikyut, the Ram is going to discuss if after a questionable divorce a woman remarries, what should the din be? Alacha Aleph Perikyut. Kamakim Shomayim Bechir Bezeshe Get Bottle Oy Ene Get Oy Ene Mugreshes. Has a bottle in Hatayra. Bottle infers that Din Tayra it's an invalid get. Vadain he Eishes Shkemura. She's still considered fully married to her first husband. Vimnisa is Tetzay. If she remarries to somebody else, she has to divorce because she's still an Eishes Ish. Vavlad Mamze, the child that she has from the second husband is a Mamze. Vimhoya Bailokain of her first husband was a Kain. Leines Raal of Mishum Grusha, they're not forbidden to remain married, being that she's not a divorced woman. Chutz, the only exception would be when a Magarishes Ishtoy, if the husband who's a Kain divorces her. Varmelon, he tells her, you'll divorce from me, and you're not permitted to marry anybody else. Because even though this isn't considered a get, how is this considered a get? He didn't divorce her, he, didn't, he doesn't give her a shush to marry anybody else. Nevertheless, she should be forbidden to remarrying her husband, who's a coin, because of the Pasik says, in an explanation of this pasuk, that even if the get, although not kosher, but infers that she's only divorced from her husband, who in this case is the kain, she's forbidden to remain married to him. This is the scent of the get, that disqualifies a woman from remaining married to her kain husband. She would be forbidden to marry a her second husband who would be a coin din because din it's a kosher get only it's not a good get. she shouldn't remarry until she receives again a kosher get from her first husband. but she does remarry late and the, and the child that she has from her second marriage is kosher. It isn't the mamze. The case will not get achir kosher. Nevertheless, the first husband should write again a kosher get. And give it to her while she's under her second husband. While she's still with her second husband. If it's impossible, we're not in a position to write another get. And the husband was a, a gentleman. He was very careful about halacha. And he went ahead and provided the get on his own accord to his wife. Uh, the second get, which which has no suffix involved, that is a mashubach. It may not if they hadn't had, meaning if the if the woman, if his if his divorced wife who is now remarried doesn't have any children with her second husband. But if she now has children from her second marriage, he shouldn't provide another get to counteract the pasal Lest people say that the children from the second her second marriage are not are not kosher children, because even though we're saying that Medirisa, it's a good get, but Medirabonim, we should give another get. But if giving the other get is going to now um, spread rumors that her children aren't kosher children, so the Chachamim said, it's best not to give the get. Whenever we write in the set of Allahis, in the Schibur, that the, that the divorce is based on doubt, she shouldn't remarry. And she does remarry. She has to divorce. Whether he divorces his wife with a get that is possible, and he wants to remarry her, she may do so. He may do so. The only need, the only time when one would have to do these. These uh, activities is when the divorce is an actual divorce in Torah. is Any woman who remarried on account of a get that is bottom in a Torah, she would require 
a get midrabanum from a second husband. Kadeshilo so they shouldn't say that Aishas Ish, Yetzabal get, a married woman can leave her home without a get. Or leave a marriage without a get. She still requires a get from a first husband to allow to marry anyone, anyone else. And she is forbidden to remain married to any of these men, even though she was intimate with them. By me, it, it, it was b'shegig. Kedishloyemus that people shouldn't say hechzes ekrushosay achashinisays that after man one divorced his wife and the man sitting number two divorced that woman man number one went and remarried which is also so in order that people shouldn't say this she isn't allowed to remain married to any of them. But if any of them was over transgressed and did take her back into marriage yotzi they should divorce. Hey, the chayin hadin beisha shabal. The same that applies regarding a woman about who witnesses came and testified that her husband passed away, Venisis, and she remarried on that account. And then her husband returns. Regardless of what the mental state of her husband was, whether it was very smart or deaf mute, or whether she remarried a Pikeach or married a Chedish, she has to divorce both men, and require a get from both. And is forbidden to remain married to any, to any of these men forever. If she received cast of Kiddushin, not Nisuin. All she received was cast of Kiddushin from the second guy, and then her husband came back to town and needs get bottle, or turns out that the get is bottle, and she's still married to her first husband. She's permitted to remain married to husband number one. Being that there was only Kedushin and no Nisun involved, the Yomel will say, Therefore, she can remain married to husband number one. A woman who marries, and it turns out that the get is bottle, so she's still considered married to her husband number one, or her husband comes back to town. Husband number one and two. Don't have a schus, not with an item that she finds, or the profit of her work, or in annulling her vows. Any profit that accrued from her possession that any husband ate after she remarried, she isn't able to expropriate it from them. She isn't entitled to the ksuba. She cannot demand any of these rights from any from either husband number one or two. If not, if she did take by force from any husband, she has to return it to them. Any amount, any depreciation of a property that went down in value, which generally the husband is responsible to take a Christ from to return in its original state, that amount of money that depreciated shouldn't be taken out from the man's possession and given to her. Because she's still considered the nation. If man number one had a uh, with the woman before man number two divorced her, if the second the second man divorced her and not and she took her ksuba from husband number two, and only afterwards her husband came back, or in bottle, in which case she still considered halachically married to husband number one, we do not give back. To husband number two, what she took from him, same thing applies regarding one's brother who is a Makadashi woman and left town, and then she hears that her husband died, and the younger brother was Miyabim, and he returns to town, so 
she has to leave the marriage from both of these men. And all the dinim that the Rama mentioned in Allah Zayin that nobody zakeh bim tziyasa behefin udarei apply to this case as well. One who is a woman and she goes overseas. And here's that she dies. He married his sis, her sister. And then it turns out she didn't die. Both these sisters require get from him. All the dinim apply to this case as well. But if his wife was in a sewer, the previous case we discussed a. He was Makadish. Over here we're discussing she's married to him. And she went overseas. And he is that she died. And he married her sister. Turns out his wife is still alive. Her sister doesn't require, or his second wife doesn't require a get. And his and the, the older sister, his first wife is still allowed, to, is permitted to remain married to him. The same place to any Raiyash in a son Mecheska's Hatter, who married under the assumption that they allowed to, and it turns out that they're an erva. What's the difference between halacha ches and tes? Why is it that in halacha ches, if a person engages a woman, she leaves town and he hears that she dies, and he marries her sister, do both require get from her? In halacha tes, the din isn't so. Explains the Ramam, because people might say that in halacha ches, there was a condition in regards to the erosin, and the tonight wasn't met, and therefore he was able to marry his now not engaged wife's younger sister. And being the Takah, she's still alive, and therefore the younger sister has to leave with a get. The older sister who was his original who was his original fiance is forbidden to him. Thus people say that this guy married the sister of his divorcee, of his divorced wife. He gave the get to the husband, and the receipt for the ksub he gave to the wife. Or they went on their own, and each one took the wrong document. If she hasn't remarried, she's still not considered divorced. Therefore, he has to give the get in front of Edom. If she did remarry, only afterwards the husband finds out that the get was in his shush entire time. We do not pay any consideration to his statement to forbid his now divorced wife to her second husband. We assume the assumption is that she is divorced and that the get had fallen from her shush and he found it. One of us said divorce his wife in Tzadus Shemra, the shadow of, of Znus. We inform the husband and tell him, let us know that because of this specific reason you're divorcing her. To chastise her. And you should know that you're not going to remarry her forever, even if she doesn't marry in the interim. Why Taki is not allowed to remarry her? We're concerned that she's going to marry somebody else after he divorces her. And her first husband would say, and would turn out that as if he would magash in a condition, and the condition wasn't met because now she did tshuva, so now she isn't really divorced. She doesn't get bottle of freya. And then you're going to have a situation. If 
he was over and he did remarry her, lo yotzi, they don't have to divorce. Yud gimel. The chayin ametis ish de mishum aylonis. One who divorces his wife because she's an aylonis mishum shurei dam chol is tashmish harizaliyachzer yaylon. Shemet hinasaliyache v'teled aylonis v'tesrabe hanida. And the situation for which the husband number one divorced it doesn't exist anymore. V'yemen and then he's going to say ilo yisei de shekano lo yisei megarish v'nim segad batel because it it seems like it was based on a tonight tonight's batel of baram amzedim v'im over v'hechzer lo yotzi. If you marry her, they don't have to divorce. In both cases of Allah based in Gimel, we're talking about when the man remarries her before she was Naskadish to another man. Shlich brings a get from outside Israel. She shouldn't marry this Shliach. Being that he's we say that he cannot marry her. The Shlich cannot marry her. The one witness who testifies regarding a woman's husband's de- uh, demise, Salpiv, which on whose account this Eidos, she's allowed to remarry. This aid, she shouldn't marry this witness. One who was suspected to be with a Shifra, they shouldn't marry them after they change the status. Nevertheless, in all these cases, if the couple does marry, they shouldn't be forced to divorce. In all the above cases, these men had wives, and their wives died, well, they divorced. And it was the woman's behavior that caused the husband to divorce her. Then they are permitted to marry the women mentioned above without any hesitation. So if these women, after they were allowed to marry based on the, the testimony of the witnesses, married somebody else, or divorced, or widowed, then the Edom can marry them without any issue. The only issue would be to marry them first, after they make the testimony. All the women mentioned above are permitted to marry any of the relatives of the men involved. Therefore, because of this assumption, the woman is allowed to marry the relatives of the eight. A woman is permitted to marry one of the Edim who testify regarding her divorce or the Edim Mion. Who judge the case of her case of Chalitza? Person should always distance himself from an Edus of a Mion because she's only a Katanon. Who says she's going to like her decision or live with her decision when she gets older? She might regret it. Therefore, he should distance himself from that case. One who divorces his wife and is boiled in the presence of Edim, before she remarries, whether the original divorce was from, from the engagement or, the, or, or wedding, being that she was his wife, the assumption is that he retook her back to marriage, this applies even if Edim see him giving her money, which might lead to different assumptions. But in our case, we don't say that, we don't bring into account the other assumptions.
So we consider him a Kodesh's temple. If they want to break up the marriage, or this the uh, the bond they have with get she would require a second bill of divorce from him to remarry another man. As an extension of the previous halacha, here we say that if there are Edim who can testify that they simultaneous, simultaneously saw this couple going to Cheder Yichod, the same thing would apply. If the couple was divorced from Nisuin, therefore, if they want to break the, the, the bond they have, then she requires to get me suffix, but he's fact Mekodeshes. Vim Hoysim Mekodeshes Mene Edosin, if however she was divorced from Edosin, not from Nisoin, in Chayshish and Law, we do not, we're not concerned that um, perhaps he was Bail Hashore in Nibay Gazba, Yutes, Hoydu Mekasaka, Enim Shekal Isha Shetebal, Vifne Edim Sirchaget. Some go in and rule that any woman who's with a man in the presence of Edim requires a get. Chazaki Shinoda Moise Bilas, Sebilas Nos. And they added to the statement, One who has a child from his shifcha, perhaps we say that he was meshachar her, and therefore it's a legitimate child. And the, if he dies without having any other children, his wife doesn't have to do yibum with his younger brother. Because we say, These are very distant statements from the truth. The above statements only made regarding one who divorces his wife, who he was married to, or one who is a woman, condition based, and only when it comes in that specific case regarding a man who is marrying a woman, then we say, If it's any other woman, the assumption is it was a shame's nos, and as we know, it was a shame kedushin. Bein tzarech leimi v'shivchei kosis sheinu bas kedushin sheinchayshin lehenklal. But he had ben mehen becheskas kosi ve'avad. The child that they have from that union is either a kosi or an avad. Ad shivada bevada until we know for certain sheinistach reima in his gaira that the mother was freed or was divorced before they had the child. Chaf mishuch zukayishas ish. One when a woman is assumed to be a married woman, beimin and nisun beimin eirosin v'yatsa shema bimigareshes, and then a rumor. Goes out that she's divorced even if the majority of the town is spreading this rumor in we don't we don't take we don't pay heed to this rumor she's still considered or, or, or married if the rumor goes out that she's mikodeshes and that call that room is established in Beistin, should he mikodeshes besafik or should be yarno? And afterwards, the rumor spreads. That she's divorced from that kiddushin, hakel asara, hakel hitira, but he's a megudeshes. The same rumor that was that made her megudeshes was also making her megudeshes, and therefore she's permitted to marry anybody else without any concern. A person should marry a woman, and he has in mind to divorce her. They shouldn't be living together, and he should have bad intentions against her. A person shouldn't divorce his first wife. Unless he finds an incident of misconduct. The person shouldn't hurry to divorce his first wife. A woman who possesses 
um, unsavory characters or behaviors. Sheinetz nor kibnei Yisrael hakshiris mitzvah legarsha shnei garish lets v'yitzem madin v'ishesh and his garsha mishum peritzos ain rei lo adam kashish yisrael. It's not right. It's not fitting for a person who's who's uh, who's upstanding of more uh, who who has good morals to marry her. Shlo yem lo zehitzir shomi beisiv zemachnis achav gimel mishin is chashe ishtoi when a person's wife when a man's wife becomes a deaf mute. Harizim megarsha beget v'timigoreshes. If she becomes crazy, she shouldn't divorce until she regains her stability. This is a rabbinical enactment. He's allowed to marry another woman, and he provides her with food and drink from his own rishos, from his estate. But when it comes to Sheikh Susfaina, he isn't obligated to provide her. He's not obligated to pay for medical expenses or to pay, pay for her bail. If he divorces her, even though he shouldn't divorce her, because of the above stated issue, she's still considered divorced. He can remove her from his house. And he isn't obligated to take care of her. I'm going to discuss the dinam of Mion. And how long a woman has to wait after divorce or, or her husband's death to remarry. One shouldn't marry a girl who's a ktana. Vanessa who doesn't have a father. She doesn't want to live with her husband. She can perform mion, veleches, and depart on the way. They're not considered valid kiddushin. Whose father received. Her kasef kedushin on her behalf. When it's almanoyin is garsha, and now her husband died or divorced, because she katana while she's still katana, she kiyaseimah b'chayavia. She considered the yaseimah even though she's a katana during the lifetime of her father. When nisa is because she katana, reizim umaenes. If she marries again while she's a katana, she can annul her marriage through mium. Base hachiyeshes a deaf mute. Af bishin nisuay midivri safrim. Even though her marriage bond is metekanos chachamim, ki nisuay katana. Nevertheless, leitikten l'ashet temoyin. A Chacham didn't give her the right to annul it through Mion, so that people would refrain, so that, so that people wouldn't refrain from marrying her. Gimel. Mimoines, he haktano, beimena erisin, beimena nisoin. Haktano can be mine whether it's from a state of engagement or marriage. Beim bifne bailo, bein shalei bifonov, whether in the presence of her husband or not. Kshemshem, menes babal, kach mimoines beyavim. Say, her husband passed away, now she has to perform yibum with her husband's, with her deceased husband's younger brother. She can be perform mion for that yibun. Even though she's married to a guy while she's a katana, and during that time she receives kesef kiddushim from a different guy, kishahi katana, kiddusheho hem hem mioneo. Dalad. Admasi habas mioneo, and to what age may a girl annul her marriage through Miyam, calls man shi katana, achetia nairo, so until she's 12 years old. Oya chivada shi ailenis, bameda bramamurim, shli baalei habal, acha shenasas bas yud beishan viyamechad, if we know for certain the husband didn't live chayishas with her after she turned 12 years of age. Avle migila zman hazeh vinivalo, hoyovah beilo, koinim in a teira kamesha beyanu, being that that's one of the dachy kinyan, harizo eina memo enes, she cannot perform Miyam, she would require get. Veinu tzricha bedike lo Miyam, so too when a woman reaches this age, we assume that she has lost her right through Mion, even though we didn't check her for the simonim of a Gedela. Shechaz kasa shehevi a simonim. Halacha hei, harei shenivdeka 
if she was checked for limsel simonim, she doesn't have simonim of gedela. How you v'nivala after she gilas man horeli simonim, being that she was with her husband after the age of twelve, in which it's fit for her, it's natural for her to have the simonim. Perhaps she had the simonim for nashlu. Lofichach tzricha get misafik. If she wants to uh, absolve the marriage, she would require get misafik. Vimiona if after she was with her first husband, and after she lived the car. She, they checked her for simonim, which she didn't have, and then she performs mion to her first husband, and receives kasekudush from somebody else. She would require get misafik from the second husband. And if they marry, they finalize the marriage. She would require get from both these men involved. If a katana doesn't perform mion, she becomes a gedela. Even if they weren't together after the age of twelve, she can't perform me on because now she's a gadela. She would require get Being that the husband of wasn't with her after she became a nidal. And he didn't he wasn't with her after the age of twelve to perform the Kenyan Minatera. But being that there's a kinyan midrabanon, so therefore we require get midrabanon midivri safim. V'nimtza she'ein etzich get and nisui katnos she midivri safim. Mafikach therefore imam devenis kacha achas shegadla teisim bekedusha shel sheni. If a guy was mekalisha while she was a ktano, and when they became a gadol, he wasn't with her. He wasn't mekalisha with bia. And in the meanwhile, somebody else gave a kesef kedushin after she's now a nairo. So the kesef kedushin of the second person is tefes, and she's considered mekodeshes to the second man. V'mgerish harishen. If the first husband divorces her, the second man should consummate the marriage. If the second man divorces her, the first man shouldn't consummate the marriage with her. But people say that he remarried his divorcee after she had already been engaged to somebody else. If the second man consummates the marriage with her before the first man divorces her, she has to divorce both men because it's similar to a case. To a woman, her husband died, and remarries, and afterwards her husband comes, in which she requires to get from both. Of the child from the second man isn't considered them. If the second person consummated the marriage with her, before the second man divorces her, the Vlad is considered them. In which instances do we say a Kitana has to perform or has the right to perform meal? The Basha shot Bas Esser from six to ten, ten Esser shot six to ten years of age. But can I still feel free to eat? We check her mental state. Imi das lishma kedusha, v'shein kedusha. Loishet tishmeri sin kedusha meshamenes or egezot tomorrow. V'chayetzu b'hen. She's able to God watch the case of kedusha more of a safe manner than she would watch a nut or date. Harizu tzricha miyon. She would require to annul her marriage through miyon. V'meinu yedas lishma kedusha. If she doesn't know how to. Safeguard her case of kedushin. She doesn't require. She doesn't require to verbally annul the marriage. She goes back to her mother's home as if nothing happened at all. If she's under the age of six, even if she knows how to keep her case of kedushin safe, age ten uh, and above, even if she's foolish. She would require, she would be required to know the marriage. Anyone who married her off against her will, whether it be her mother, her brothers, any other relative, not her father, 
she does not need to perform the rites of Mion to nullify her marriage. How does, what does the rite of Mion entail? She says in the presence of two witnesses, Even if the, the Aiden, these two individuals, are guests, who are dining in her husband's home, we hear a medicine and she is serving them. Vamran he tells these men, Any rates of a plainy I can't I don't want to be with my husband, this guy, the host. This is considered meal. She has performed meal. Tessa Shnamshim these two individuals in whose presence the recites the meal statement, case from law, they write for her that we ain't plainy me and a plain is bas plainy befoneno, but plainy by the chase mevanitsana. Zel goofy shall get meal. This is the essential part of the get meal. Forget me on any get hagerishin. A get of meal doesn't resemble a a, uh, um, a bill of divorce in which the giving of the bill of divorce affects a divorce. Because the get of the meal, as I'm going to state, is just a restating a fact that happened. We don't copy the templates of a get when it comes to get meal. Unless people think that it's similar to get gerishin. It's only a legal record. It's not effect we don't it's not that through the giving of the get meon does the meon occur yod hashem shimon menes befnehem the two individuals before whom a girl is making the statement of meon tzrichen shiom akirin oisa vesbalo shemion aboy they have to know the identity of this girl and her husband the figure komi shero oisa shemion vesham emioneha any outsider who sees what's happening between the statement of meon between the girl and the two men who are dining or any other two men yesh lirich tov get meon la they, the outside, the onlooker, would be permitted to write a get meon for her, even if the guy's writing the get meon doesn't know who this girl is. Because we would take as as fact that the people who the girl said her statement of meon to did know who she and her husband is. and receives Kesef Kedushin from another man, even if the, the second man didn't consummate the marriage yet, Nesra al-Harisha and husband number one is forbidden to remarrying her. If Itaka did so and lived high issues with her, Loika, he's Chayv Malkus, and we, 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 co- we coerce them, we force them to divorce. If she engages in Znus with somebody else, after she divorces husband number one, She's permitted to remarry husband number one. If she, if her new status with guy number two is through kiddushin, he she said as by the lach. So that is what forbids her to remarrying husband number one. But if there was no kiddushin between the divorce and the and the remarriage by husband number one, then she's permitted to remain married or remarry him. No doubt. Included in this isse, she call isha she zinsa taches balo nesra olav v'leika oleha if he continues living together with her. Shnema ache shura tamo v'harin nitma elam kein haisa isha yisrael shenetsa unless it was against her will. The fikach call isha shenesra balo adei kinoi vestire any woman who's forbidden to live with her husband, being that he forewarned her with Adam and she went into seclusion with the guy who he forewarned her about. In baal oisa if he was intimate with her makinosim makas martus. 
because she's a suffix seta. And if after divorcing his wife for such reasons, the husband is over and remarries her, he has to divorce her. By signaling, she goes and from another deaf mute. She's forbidden to remarry husband number one who is a chedish. But if it's the wife of a pikeach, she is garsha who divorced. remarried and married the husband number two who is a deaf mute and divorced him. She is permitted to remarry her first husband, the Pikeach. A girl who leaves her husband through Mion isn't considered divorced. Her relationship with the husband she did Mion to is as if a guy that is similar to a guy who was never Makadosh or Bechla. She's considered a foreigner to him. She's forbidden to marry into Kahuna. We know that a Kahuna is prohibited to marry a divorcee. She's not considered a divorcee. If she marries somebody else, and guy number two divorces her or dies, or she does mean to him, she's permitted to go back to husband number one. Even if the first one divorces her, and he remarried her, then she does mean to him, and, and she marries husband number two, after she does mean to husband number one, husband number two divorces her, she can remarry husband number one. She calls her Yetzis Whoever leaves a marriage by right of meal, even if before the meal she was divorced by husband number one, by husband number one with a get, it's considered as if she was never divorced by husband number one with a get, and is always permitted to go back to husband number one and remarry him. She remarries somebody else, or me and her boy, husband number two. Absolves the marriage to the right of that second marriage is absolved to the right of Mion. She's forbidden from going back to husband number one because that marriage was absolved to get. Even if, even though she left husband number two through Mion, needless to say, if the second man divorced her or died, she would be forbidden to remarry husband number one. She's also forbidden. To marry the, rel- the the relatives of the first husband, the father of his son or his brothers, just like any other divorced divorcee. Even if she were to leave her second husband through the right of me. When a girl nullifies her connection to a Yavam, to her Yavam through Mion, she's forbidden to marry the Yavam's father, because she appears to be that guy's daughter in law. Um, which was her status when his son died. But to any other relative of her husband, of her late husband, of her late husband, she's allowed to marry. Even if she were to uh, reject her potential of him through me, she's permitted to marry his brother. Any woman who's divorced or is widowed, shouldn't marry. Or, is, or become a Kodesh, she has to wait 90 days, excluding the day that she's divorced, she is vital, or the day that her husband died, and excluding the day that she becomes a Kodesh. So that we can ascertain whether, she's, whether she is or isn't pregnant. We count these 90 days from the day the get is written. Even if it was condition based. 
even if it only re- reached the possession after many days, we count the 90 days from the day that it was written. The rationale is, is that from the time a get is written, a husband no longer goes into a with her. So there's no concern that we have to begin the count of 90 days. Even a woman who isn't fit to, uh, to have children, or was divorced, or was withered from the engagement, she's still required to wait 90 days before remarrying. Who cannot have children. Even if her husband is in a faraway location and hasn't been home for many years. All these women require waiting 90 days before remarrying. We have to wait 90 days. They should be separated for 90 days. A captive of war, even though the gave her 30 days to take care of herself, in which we try to convince her to be to become a Giyotis, we still require 90 days to, to, to verify the definition of the child. 30 days mentioned in the Torah included in the 90-day interim. A girl who annuls her marriage doesn't have to wait 90 days. The 90 days is only regarding the divorcee. Doesn't have to wait 90 days after divorcing her first husband. Because... She's careful in, in, to make sure that she doesn't become pregnant from the man that she's mezana with. And then we find out that she's, she's forbidden anyhow to remain married to her husband. And split the couple. If she's a katana who in any event cannot have children, she doesn't have to wait 90 days. This is a strange case. We place a needle in someone who is ma'aris a woman within, nine, within this 90 day period. Edus, if he did the edus in a barach and ran away, we don't put him under neither. If he consummates the marriage within 90 days, we separate them until the conclusion of that time, of the 90 days, and then they are allowed to remain married together. A man shouldn't marry the uh, divorced or now widowed wife who is pregnant or nursing. Even if we know who the child belongs to. And when it comes to a nursing woman, we also we also concerned for Izilzel from the second husband's part, which is Shem Yisakir that he's not going to provide whatever the wife needs in terms of nursing the child, because it's not his child. How long is considered how long is a woman considered a nekes? Twenty-four months, two years. Um, with the exclusion of the day that the child was born. And the day that she becomes Mekodesh to the second husband. Just like it's forbidden to marry such a woman, it's also forbidden to be Mekodesh until after this time passes. Even if she gave her son to a, a woman to nurse, or the child was weaned within 24 months, they shouldn't marry. If the child dies, we're not concerned that perhaps. She will kill her son for this reason. If one transgresses and marries a pregnant or nursing woman during this time, 
Yoitzi beget, he has to divorce with beget, v'afilu hoya koyim, even if he's a koyim, in which case he wouldn't be allowed to marry her afterwards. V'im hoya Yisrael, yachzira, achar chav dal chedesh rominika, if he's a Yisrael, he may remarry her after 24 months of nursing her, of nursing. Hnosa v'barach, if a man marries such a woman and flees town, on the achar zmamba, v'yashav emishin afterwards, comes back and lives with his wife, im kach klom, there's no issue. Eris moberes rominika, if a man is mekadish, a pregnant and nursing woman, in kaifan eisid lahoitzi, v'lelichna eisad achar zman hainika, we do not, we do not uh, force them to divorce, to consummate the marriage until after the period of the nursing concludes, or Yachim Savlad, or Chavches, Ovar, Venosim, Nika, person transgresses and he marries a pregnant nursing woman, Beseich Savanzeb, within the above mentioned time frame. Yetzi Beget, he has to divorce with a get, even if the guy is a coin, in which case he wouldn't be able to remarry her. Vimho Yisrael, Yachzirena, Achachov, Dalt Chedesh, Shalminika. He should remarry her after the 24 months of nursing. If he married her and ran out of town and afterwards came back and, re- and is now living together with his wife, it's of no concern. If he engages in nursing a pregnant woman, we do not force them to divorce and he shouldn't consummate the marriage until the, the period of nursing passes or until the child dies. In Perikah, the base Ram is going to discuss who is believed to testify about the death of one's husband and about divorce. Halacha Aleph. Woman comes and says, I was a married woman, a grusha ani, and I'm divorced. Now, man, she's believed. If the pervading assumption is that she's a married woman, and then she says, Gershani Baili, my husband divorced me, she isn't believed to allow herself to marry to anybody else. But she has forbidden herself to marry a Kohen forever because now she's a Grusha based on her own statement. If her husband dies, um, we suspect that there might have been truth to her statement, and therefore, instead of marrying her deceased husband's younger brother, they should rather do Chalitza. Base. The woman has two witnesses that she's divorced, even if she doesn't have the bill of divorce. If she is showing the document to Basin and saying that this is the bill of divorce that the husband divorced me with, even though the signatures of the witnesses of the get have been verified, as we explained above, in Perek Zayn. If a husband comes and makes an objection, if he says, it was mine, I never gave it to her. It fell from my from my rishos and she found it. He isn't believed. He admits that he wrote it. And currently it's in If he makes any of these tiniest, the signatures should be verified. As was explained in Perigzain Halacha Base. If these signatures are unverified. She's not divorced. To be allowed to marry anybody else. She has, however, disqualified herself from marrying to Kahuna, as stated in the beginning of the Pedic. Because she disqualified herself by statement of, by her own statement, and made herself considered as if she's a forbidden object. In this case, forbidden to the coin. She comes together with her husband. She says, he divorced me, but I lost the get. And he says, I never divorced you. Even if we know, if the prevailing assumption is that they're a married couple, she is believed to say that he divorced her. 
Chazaki and Ishamiza Pane Bifne Baila, the uh, can be assumed that a woman would, wouldn't be chutzpedic to this, to this extent in the presence of her husband. Lachahe, Omar Habal Gerashti Ishti, he says I divorced her. Ainu Nemon, he isn't believed. Vacheshin Lidvarov, and we uh, we nevertheless we suspect that there's some truth to statement to Safik Mugoreshes. Even if she admits that they're divorced, perhaps his intent is to make her life miserable because if she's really not divorced, she'll marry somebody else and then the children will be mamzerim. Or perhaps he divorced her with a get that isn't valid. And she's unaware of that. Or perhaps in this case, she will be in his presence, being that she sees that he is um, bolstering her claim and he's unaware to, the state, to his statements. And uh, she isn't aware of the severity of the situation. We tell him, If it's true that you talk about divorce, procure another bill of divorce and give it to your wife in front of us. If two people say divorce, two people say they're not divorced, even if the husband is present, she tells him, we still assume she's a married woman. Being that she has Aiden with her to, to bolster her claim, she will be made as If she remarries to man number two, they have to divorce, and the child from that second marriage is a mamze. When the Aiden says she was divorced in the immediate past, because in such a in such a foul, we tell her, if it's true that you're divorced, Produce your get. Avalim Amro Edim. Mikama Yom is Gashif, whether Edim says she was divorced several days ago. Yes, Leimar, we can say, we can claim for her that of the get, that the get is lost. Being that she has a, a, a 100% claim that she's divorced. Two witnesses to testify on her behalf. Even if the other two witnesses with a counter argument, if she marries one of her witnesses, they shouldn't. They don't have to be divorced. Because between herself and her husband, they both know that she's permitted that there was that there was a divorce. And there's the the assumption that they're not going to create difficulties for themselves. If, however, she marries another person, being that in regards to the other guy that she's marrying. He doesn't know if she was divorced or not. So to, if her claim is 100%, she says, I don't know if the divorce was there or not. Even if she marries one of the witnesses who are testifying for her case, they must divorce, and the child is a Sophic Mamze. If two individuals say, We saw that she was divorced. Two other people say, We didn't see this. If the two groups of Adam live within the same courtyard, she shouldn't remarry. If she did remarry, she doesn't have to divorce and the child is kosher. The rationale is because people often divorce in privacy and the, the statement that I didn't see isn't valid in this case. Test. If a woman, if there's no pre-existing uh, existing presumption that the woman is married, one witness says, she was married and now she's divorced. One witness says she isn't divorced. Both together may testify that she's married. One testifies that she's divorced. She shouldn't remarry. She does remarry. She has to leave a second husband. A woman and two men come from another country. Each man claims that the other man and woman 
are the, the wife and servant. And the woman says that both these men are my servants. She's permitted. She's free to marry anyone. Even though both are testifying that she's a married woman. But nevertheless, in this case, that we don't say that that it, that it asks her for marrying anybody else. Being that the testifying, the, the testimony concerns themselves and not for themselves, so therefore they're not the statements aren't accepted in this regard. Yudav, shliach kabbalah, shliach kabbalah is a shliach that is that is uh, appointed by the woman to receive the get on her behalf, and the moment it comes into her shluch's hands. She becomes divorced. Shahid who procures the get from under his possession. And the husband says it's a false document. We've ever had the signatures. The husband says, I give it to to, uh, to entrust it, but not as but not is The same applies if she has possession of the get. She says, this emissary, this agent gave it to me. I gave it, it's true what you're saying. I gave it to you and the husband gave it to me. And the husband says, he only gave it to you. Of the get, if the get is lost. Even if the husband says, I gave it to the shliach. Because the prevailing assumption until now is that she's a married woman. And the only ones testifying to be mad to her are her original husband and the witness, the shliach. Even if the woman says it was given to me, I was there when you gave it to the shliach to give it to me. Being that it's her husband, her previous husband, and the shliach who are who are supporting her claim, perhaps she will speak brazenly and claim that they're divorced, even though the Taka not divorced. If you have a Shliach Kabbalah, who received a get on behalf of the woman, and he sent it to her, and they sent it to her in the presence of two witnesses, and it reaches her possession, and she takes it, and it's within her possession, under her hand. She doesn't know how it got to her, whether it was her husband who sent it, or the Shlich Kabole, or Shlich of the husband. In all instances, she's considered divorced, as explained above in Halacha Yudalaf. If the husband makes an objection and claims that he didn't write it, I shall get bottle. We verify the signatures. Because there are witnesses to testify to the fact that the get that is that was given to her was in the possession of her shlucha of her Kabbalah, whose hand is like the Meshaleach's hand, the hand of the woman. Even if the woman doesn't know the purpose for which the get was given to the original shliach, the edim know the purpose, and therefore all that is required is is uh, verifying the signatures. And if we cannot verify the signatures, we have a woman who the prevailing presumption is that she's a married woman. She and her husband leave town. Between them, it's not a time of war. Above she comes back to town and says, My husband died. Her claim is believed. She may remarry to any other guy. 
the assumption is she inamakal kelas atzma v'tesed atzma by lahorishin v'alze v'tafsed ksubasim izel mizev v'lis bonem amzedim b'davar hosid kolas lokayish. She's not going to put herself in a in a situation that. She's going to get, marry guy number two. The, the children are going to be mamzerim because she knows at the back of her mind that her husband is still alive and he's going to come back to town. Because if her husband is alive, he's ultimately going to return, or at least it will be known that he is alive. So she's not going to make a claim that is counter to that fact. If one witness comes and testifies that her husband died, she may remarry based on that statement. Because it's something that is going to be revealed. It's not something that's ultimately going to be revealed. So she isn't going to put herself in a compromising situation, situation otherwise. Even if the claim is made by seven to woman or a maidservant, they believed. She would be allowed to remarry based on the testimony that their husband had died. Every person is believed to make the testimony regarding the above statement. With the exception of five women who the Chazakis that they hate each other. Lest the husband is still alive and their intent for the statement is to make her forbidden to him. Chamesa, one's mother-in-law, Bas Chamesa, one's sister-in-law, Tzerasa, the second wife to her husband, Vyavimta. Her Yavama would be her husband's older brother's wife, Ubas Bailon, his stepdaughter. Afilo Akam HaMisich HaFitume, even a guy who was talking randomly, Nehman, is believed when making the statement, Umasin Al-Piv Kameshi Zboi, Vimiskavan Lohoid, but if the statement of the guy, his intent, we can see, is in order to testify in Nehman, then his word is not accepted. Yitzayin, Bechin Apostle, Bavayro Menatero, Person who is disqualified from being from being an aide. If he comes to testify regarding the death of the woman's husband, he isn't believed. If he was talking randomly without any intent, he is believed. One who is disqualified from being a, a witness, um, say he was he is believed in regards to the death of a woman's husband. One witness comes in and testifies that her husband had died, allowing her to remarry. And then another single witness comes after the statement of witness number one and says that he didn't die. She doesn't leave her head to remarry and she may take her remarry. Because the statement of the single witness in this case by Eidos Isha has the same weight as two witnesses. And when the second witness comes, it's as if he's one voice against two voices. So therefore, her original hetter still remains and she may remarry. Both, however, came at the same time. She may not remarry. If she does remarry, she has to divorce with If she marries the witness testifying on her behalf, she says, I know for fact, 100% that my husband died. Harizuli Tate says she shouldn't divorce because she wouldn't put herself in a compromising situation. If, however, two people come and say, Your husband didn't die, even if she's married, she has to leave her husband. Second husband. When the one aide upon whose testimony the woman was granted permission to marry was equivalent to the two aidim who contradicted. His testimony. Kagoin, for example, Shinisis Alpi Ish. She married based on the testimony of one individual. Then Ubao Shnaim, two people came, two people came, Vomun said, Lay Mace. 
or two people who are disqualified to be Edim, shall devreim, psalm shall devreim, vomrulim meis, and said that her husband didn't die. Avo eid kasher eimer meis. If one witness said, if one kasher eid says that your husband died, v'noshem rabis eimer is blame meis, and many women who want kasher to be Edim say your husband didn't die, oi psalm and eimer blame meis, hariza kemechza al mechza. We balance out the voices. V'mnisis leyachad meidel, if she marries one of her witnesses who testified on her behalf, v'hiei meis vade meis, and she says for certain I know my husband has died, she doesn't have to leave her second husband. In other words, what the Ramam is saying is that when do we apply the Chumr to the end of Allah test? That even if she remarries, she has to divorce. That's only when both groups of Adam have the same equal have same equal standing. But if one of the groups of Adam are Kashim and Atayra, then we say she can remain she can she can remain married with her current husband, her current second husband. If a woman or herself says that my husband has died, and then a kosher witness comes and says, he didn't die, the woman shouldn't remarry. If a woman says, a man didn't die, because you have rave. You have 10 to 11, 11 stating that your husband did die. The statement that two witnesses are like a hundred giving it a mechza la mechza is when the Edom are kosher, but when the Klal is when it comes to receiving testimony, accepting testimony of Edom who generally pasol halich acher harev, we go, we follow the majority, bein lahakol, bein lahachmi. Chav gim. Shnei Edom oimrim meis, shnei oimrim loim meis. Herizoleti nasei. Vim nises, if she does right, teitz mechnei shehis safek. Vim nises lechad meideh, if she marries one of her witnesses, vihiei meres bodily. And she says, it's, I know for certain that he died. She doesn't leave a second husband. The person has two wives. And one wife says, My husband died. She may remarry based on her own statement as mentioned above. But the second wife of the shed husband, Asura, she's forbidden to remarry. Because as mentioned above, one uh, man's wife may not testify on behalf of the other man's, or on behalf of, of the other wife in the marriage. Even if she goes ahead, even if the woman who testified about her husband's demise goes ahead and marries somebody else, we don't say it, that if her husband really didn't die, she wouldn't do this. We don't say that. Why? Perhaps she hates the other wife so much to the extent that she would remarry to try to persuade the other wife to remarry, and both of them would be forbidden to come back to their husband when he comes back to town. If one says, my husband died, and the other wife denies or negates her testimony, and she says, our husband didn't die, she may remarry, just like she isn't believed to testify to be mad to her to remarry, so too, to forbid it from marrying anybody else. One woman says, our husband has died. And the other woman, the other married woman says, he was killed. Being that both admit, the statement of both is that he isn't alive, he isn't, alive, he isn't around. They may marry two second husbands.